The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Let's take our memory verse for today. Uh, memory verse is from Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Can we all read it together? Ready, go. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now herewith saith the lord of hosts if i will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it malachi chapter 3 verse 10 wow what a verse what a verse throughout this week let this verse be your verse and i pray that it's going to be a blessing to you amen lift up your hands to the lord thank you lord jesus ask god to speak to you this morning just a few minutes that we have that the lord will speak to you and the lord will touch you just open your mouth and pray right now just talk to god right now in the name of jesus father we come before your throne we long to hear your voice speak to us oh god speak to me lord speak to me Oh Lord, speak to me, Jesus. Mataba, Sondaba, Neke, Losonda, Shimandoria, Sanderima. I long to hear your voice. I long to hear your voice, Lord. Oh, I will wait on you. Oh, Almighty God. Oh, in the beauty of your home. Oh, and I will worship you, oh, almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. I will wait on you, and I will wait on you, oh, almighty God. In the beauty of your holiness, oh, and I will worship you, oh, almighty God, oh, in the beauty of your holiness. Father, yes, we long for you this morning, we thirst for you. I pray that, Lord, you will touch every life, touch every heart today. I pray that no one will leave here the same. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Good. Before I preach, I just want to remind us that last week we launched uh, a new book written by our father, uh, Bishop Dagwood Mills, 
Bima Judgment and Justice. Wow. Too powerful. And um, I actually preached from it. Um, I preached from chapter 5 of the book, Bima Judgment. And it was powerful. Talking about what will happen when we get to the judgment seat of Christ. And we said that you will be rewarded for your labor when you get to the judgment seat. How many are sure that you'll be getting some reward when you arrive? Okay, so I hope you are laboring. Otherwise, there's no reward for you. And then those who please the Lord will also be rewarded. How many are sure that you are pleasing the Lord? And uh, <laughs> that one is not so easy to see, you see. Because we don't know whether we are pleasing him. Bishop says that he just wants to see Jesus smile when he gets to heaven. And that's all. He's, he will be happy with that. There will be punishment for Christians. Hey, at the judgment seat. Mercy. Hmm. Those of us who are just living our Christian lives anyhow, as if there's nothing at stake, I'm telling you there's punishment. And some of you, you deserve DP. When we were in school, they used to you write your name, they do write DP at the side. Some of you deserve DP because the way your Christian life is, you are, you are worse than, eh, what, CP, TP, triple punishment, okay? So, if, if, if you are not living well, there'll be, there'll be lashes in heaven. Hey, Father, deliver us all. And then there'll be great rewards given at the judgment seat, which will be the throne, the, the crowns, and all the uh, mansions. God will tell you, this is your mansion. Hey, how many can see that you are, you are going to be living in a mansion? Yeah. So let's live our lives well because all these things are there for us. A mansion for you, a crown. I told you about five different crowns that you can have in heaven. You can easily be walking in heaven. There's no crown on your head. You'll be very sad. Hey, yesterday we gave you an opportunity. You could have gotten one of the crowns by going to win souls. How many of you came for the outreach yesterday? How many of you came for the You see? So... When you arrive in heaven, then you are not getting... Which one is the, uh, for, for the, 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 the soul winning? Is it the crown of righteousness? Crown of righteousness. You don't have crown of righteousness because you don't come for outreach. Hey, may the Lord help us. Hmm. And then also the terror of the Lord will be experienced at the judgment seat. Ah, I wish I can be preaching this book, but you don't worry, I'll preach it. The terror of the Lord. Hey, there's something called the terror of the Lord. When you, you'll be shaken. Mercy. Then there'll be judging of the brethren at the Bema seat. That's why you shouldn't judge your brother. Because when we arrive in heaven, we, we, the judgment will take place. So don't worry about judging your brother. You, if somebody is doing something wrong, some pastor is saying something, you leave it. There is a time for that. When we arrive in heaven, it will be sorted out. So if you want, just pray for the person. But don't judge the person. Bible says, who art thou that thou judgest another man's servant? Hey! Okay. Sure. Charles, our book, he, I sent a message. I said, Bishop, this is your best book. I, I love the book. Yeah. There will be setting at naught at the judgment seat. In other words, those who feel God, everybody will be brought low. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody sang a song. He said, girl, they demand by low. Did you have you heard that song before? You haven't heard it before. You put your joke, you are dying. You have heard it before. So he said, You know the song. You know what I'm talking about. 
you people. He said, every knee shall bow at the judgment seat. So anybody who is not bowing, don't worry. When you get there, you yourself, you will bow. And then at the Bema judgment seat, everybody will give an account for your life. What you have done with your life. Hey! There will be true and fair judgment based on all factors. So when we arrive in heaven, everything will... You see, right now, you look at somebody, you are only seeing one side of the person and you are judging the person. Now, let's arrive in heaven. His background will come up. This will come up. This will come up. Ah, this is the reason why this person did this, this, this. Then they will judge. Right now, we are judging based on some things. You don't even know why the person is doing what he's doing. Mercy. Hey. Charlie. Listen, this book is a must get. You know, we launched it. And um, we said that anybody who wants to sow a seed of a thousand to pick a copy, or even 500, you can pick a copy. A thousand or 500. If there's anybody, I think we have one more copy left or something. A thousand or 500. Okay, and I can autograph it for you also because <laughs> I'm the one here, so I can. All right, so please, you can get it after service. Maybe you can see me and get it right. Today, I'm starting from chapter 1 of this book. Six reasons why non-tithers become poor. Hey, good to see you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. J.C. Hope. Yeah, this is Asinam and her husband. Can you stand and give the church a wave? Wow. Charlie, is the marriage working? Me, I can feel it. Hey, Asinam, you will talk after. Right, so if you have the book, please turn to chapter 1 of the book, Six Reasons Why Non-Tithers Become Poor. Now, God wants you to be rich. How many know that God wants you to be rich? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians that Christ became poor so that you and I can become rich. And I see you becoming rich. Oh, only three people are receiving. I said, I see you becoming rich. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you. God wants you to be rich. Christ became poor. He said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor, that through his poverty, you might become rich. I see you becoming rich in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Paul says something. He said, we may be poor, but yet we are making many rich. We are making many rich. I declare that many people are becoming rich in the church. Oh, only three people are receiving. You are becoming one of the rich people in the church. When we are calling for millionaires, I see you coming and being a part. When we form the millionaires club, your name will be part of the club. Oh, receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, God doesn't want you to be poor. No, 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 no. Poverty is not a good thing, no. A lot of the things that people are saying that, oh, me, I don't like these type of things. Oh, boy, he doesn't have money. Me, when I eat ice cream, I feel dizzy. Have you heard some before? Have you heard some before? Who is that? Who is that? But it's all because you don't have money. What ice cream, dear? Are you heavy? It's nice. How many would like some ice cream now? Some nice cone with some this thing on top, creamy something. Yeah. yeah. But you see, when you don't have money, you just look at it. Mm, me, this thing, when I eat it, I feel dizzy. You are lying. You are lying. <laughs> 
You see, so God wants you to be rich. And God has put things in place to make us rich. Yeah. One of them is your giving. It's a very, you see, this year, I believe the theme for the year is a very powerful theme. That um, seed time and harvest. And God is using that to bring riches into the church. Yeah. And we will do well to follow it. And we'll be blessed. But another area that God makes you rich, that is why our banner there is a, how you can, you can become rich this month. Yeah. It's through tithing. Tithing. Tithing is a very powerful thing. And it's something that has been there from old up till now. You see, people who have all the things that they say about whatever this was the law, this, this. Even before the laws came in the Bible, tithing was there. Abraham was there before the law. And the Bible says in Genesis 14 that he gave tithes to Melchizedek. What's that guy's name? Melchizedek. He gave tithe to him of all. Because the guy understood what it means to give tithes. And he knew that if he was going to become rich, it would be through giving of tithes. Oh, I pray that this church... It's going to be a hundred percent tight paying church. Yeah, you are going to be a hundred percent tight payer. You pay your tithe every time. Yeah. And God has put these things in place. And that's why people like Jacob, when you read in Genesis chapter 28 and verse 22, Bible says that when he looked at the way God had blessed him, when he looked at the things God had done for him, Bible says, and Jacob vowed a vow. May you vow a vow today. He said, This stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give 10% to you. May you get to the place where all that God is giving to you, you will give 10% to God. In fact, he started from verse 21. He said that if God would take care of me, no, even verse 20, go to verse 20. He said, verse 20, quickly. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, if God will be with me, how many want God to be with you? This year, God will be with you. If God will be with me, and number two, keep me, in other words, protect me. Make sure that I don't die. He will watch over me and keep me, and keep me in the way that I go. He said, and then he will give me bread to eat. How many want bread to eat? I see God giving you bread to eat. You will never lack bread. And I'm showing you how. He said, and he will give me raiment to put on. How many want to wear some designer clothes? You know, not just wear anything, but the latest. How many, how many want it? I'm showing you the key to wear the latest clothes, to wear the latest shoes, to be able to have good food to eat. God watching over you. How many want to know? He said in verse 21, and then not just that, so that I will come again to my father's house in peace. In other words, as we have started the year, may I also get to the end of the year. I don't know who I'm prophesying to. You are going to get to the end of the year in the name of Jesus. He said, if you will do all these things for me, so that I'll come again to my, then the Lord will be my God. Then the Lord will be my God. This year, may God be your God. May your God not be your money. 
May your God not be uh, your television. Some of you, your God is your television. May your God not be your wife. Because some of you, your wife is your God. Your wife says, sit here. I say, okay, yes, I'm madam. I'm sitting here. What do you mean? Some of you, your hair is your God. You can spend five hours doing your hair, but you can't spend 30 minutes praying to God. Your hair has become your God. Some of you, your job has become your God. But Dave, uh, Jacob said, the Lord shall be my God. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. So, what am I going to do when the Lord is my God? He said, verse 22, this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that God will give me, this is a sign that God is, God is your God. When you pay your tithe, and many of you, I am very sad to say, but just about 10% of us pay tithe. You cannot argue with me because I have the information. I have the data and I know you don't pay tithe. Yeah. I will go there. I will go there. I'm there. Because many of us don't pay. You, you, you just ask the nearest person. You just ask the nearest person. This is between you and the person. I'm not going to. So ask the person. Have you paid your tithe? You, you, you listen to the answer. It's, it's something that when I preach, it's like I'm just saying something. No wonder you are poor. Ah, you will not be shouting mercy. No wonder you are poor. No wonder you don't have dress to wear. No wonder you don't have shoes. No wonder you don't have money in your pocket. But I declare that from today, it is changing. I see a new breed of people who pay tithe and God is blessing them. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Beautiful. My time is up. So, six reasons why non-tithers become poor. Number one, non-tithers become poor because they don't have anything to harvest. They have what? Nothing to harvest. Hosea chapter 8 verse 7. <laughs> Ho and see. See defense project. Hosea. For they have done what? They have done what? They have done what? Sown the wind. Sown the wind. And they shall what? More wind is going to be given to you. You thought that money would be given to you when you are sowing wind. It will be more wind. You see, whatever you sow, you receive the same good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. So when you don't give anything, you also receive good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over of nothing. Are you understanding now? Yeah, that's why you are poor. And by the poverty is becoming more. How many realize that now you are becoming even more poor? You won't say it, but you know. <laughs> oh, but it is changing. No, I feel that something is about to change. This man, people are going to become very rich. Money will be coming into your momo on your momo phone, your bank account, and you'll be wondering. Yeah. Sometimes, I, I, I'm just there. Yesterday, I was driving with my wife, and somebody called me, called me, called me. I said, what is it? He said, your phone, is it the same one that is the Momo? I said, That's, it's the same one. It's the same one. 
It's the same one. He said, very soon I'm going to send you something. I said, God bless you, brother. God bless you. May that be your testimony also. But you see, many times when I hear these things, I just know that it's a result of some seed that I've sown. Yeah. So you are not having that same kind of phone calls because you are not sowing something. You are not giving your tithe, which is 10%. The Bible says the tithe belongs to the Lord. Why are you taking it? It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the Lord. And God has chosen it to bless you. Yeah. And he's intentionally asking for 10%. It's so easy to calculate. Even somebody who has gone to class one can calculate 10%. If you have 50 cities, what's 10%? Five cities. If you have 100 cities, what's 10%? If you have 22 cities, 50 pesos, what is 10%? Two cities? No. Is it 25 pesos? 25 pesos. Yes. Easy calculation. But you see some people, when they have money, then they forget their maths. Say 10, 10, 10. No, no, no. It cannot be 10. No, no, no. This one, it will be one city. It will be one city. No. Then you put one city inside. You think God doesn't know mathematics? You think God cannot calculate? As the next person, do you think God cannot calculate? I will give you one key. It says that he knows the hair on your head. He has, it is not counted though. He has numbered them. So that when one of your hair falls at the salon, he knows that number 552 has fallen down. Hey. Is it the God that you are trying to deceive? That this is 10%. He can see. So some of you, you bring something. It's not tight. It's, it's, it's rather cheap. As another thing, have you been giving tips or is tight that you have been paying? Because the tight I know is 10%. Prosperity in its most basic form consists of someone sowing a seed and later harvesting the returns. Not paying your tight separates you from this most basic principle of sowing and reaping. And when you do not pray, when you do not pay your tithes, you harm your finances because you take away the foundations of prosperity. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, but it is changing. Number two, non-tithers become poor because they do not attract blessings on their lives. Wow! Did you know that you can attract blessings no, some people thought that when you, you, you will be there and then God will decide to bless you. No. You must do something to attract the blessing. You should ask the sisters. They will tell you. They know how to do things to attract brothers. And remember this. Boy, girls like boys more than boys like girls. Yeah, they, they pretend as if they don't like boys. Kai. Everything he's doing is just a boy. All of them. All of them. You see, they will make their hair and they will stand in front of the mirror. They will go to the salon and they will be there and they will be doing, then they will put something in their eye and they are putting their eye as if they are removing their eye. It's all for the boy. They are trying to attract 
and they are very excited when they are going. The brothers are looking at them and say, hey, you are looking beautiful. Say, ha, it is working. It is working. Now, why don't you apply the same principle in attracting blessings? That makeup, God bless you. That makeup, this, that, that, that. You can also make up in the spirit. And your makeup in the spirit is the tithe that you are bringing. Yeah. When you bring your tithe, God looks at you. You are so nice to him. He feels attracted to you. And he wants to bless you. Malachi. Chapter 3. My time is up. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Wow. It's nice, isn't it? He said, bring ye all the time. And if it's your Bible, underline the all. Because that all is very important. Because many people don't bring all. The whole tithe. Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me. You don't have many places that God says prove me or put me to the test. This is one of the few places. It says if you want to prove me to see whether I bless people, do this one. You'll be shocked the way I'll bless you. I'll bless you, you'll be confused. <laughs> How many want to be confused with blessings? Man, this one is too much. One day I saw somebody had written a book. Can you stand to be blessed? It's like the blessing that is coming. Can you stand for it? You cannot. It's a blessing that will throw you down. May God give you that kind of blessing that will throw you down. Yeah. When you look at it, you say, is it me? It's you. Prove me. He said, if I will not open the windows of heaven. We never knew that there were windows in heaven. And that the windows can be opened over you. Yeah. He said, and I will pour you a blessing. So the thing is an individual. If you thought that you were doing it, somebody was doing it so that you benefit. No. He said, I will pour you out a blessing. That there will not be room enough to receive it. This is the blessing that can throw you down. Because you don't have, the thing is coming, you don't have enough space. And then you are just... It's pushing you. I don't know who is receiving that kind of blessing. You have too many cars. You don't even have garage to park them inside. Some are parked outside the house. Am I speaking to somebody here? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. God also enjoys you having overflowing blessings. That the food in your house, excess, you are giving out. Some people are also enjoying the food. That's it. So he said the key to that thing is your tithe. No, so ask yourself once again, why are you not paying your tithe? So, oh, me. Eddie, why don't I pay my, me at all? Ask yourself. Because when somebody asks you, you don't want to say, so ask yourself, oh, me at all. Why am I making myself poor? See, one of the things about tithe is that as soon as the money comes into your hands, quickly re uh, remove it. 
I remove it. Because if you delay, you will look at the money and then you can't believe that you are taking this money to... No. No. I remove it. When you keep it so... Hey, this thing, I can do this with it. I can do, you will never take it out. But once you release it, you see, God will also release what is in his hands. And can you imagine what is in God's hands and what is in your hand that you are holding on to like that? Release it and see God open his hand and give you. He said, you will not have room enough. Your fridge cannot contain. Your deep freezer cannot contain the, the, the chicken and the, and the pork and all the things that are coming to your freezer. He cannot take it. Your wardrobe cannot take the clothes that are coming to your house. Am I speaking? Am I the only one enjoying this one? Your bank account cannot receive the money. It's too much. That's what the Bible is saying. There will not be room enough. Do you like this type of blessing? Ah. He said, I'm closing. Tithing attracts varied kinds of blessings because that is what the word of God says. A person who is blessed is favored and helped. Our lives on earth are very difficult. Jacob said of his life when Pharaoh asked him, how old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, hmm, the days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been. Hey, few and evil. And I have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Genesis 47 verse 9. Yeah. Job 2, when they asked him, he said that, the, the days, he said, the days of man are few and full of trouble. So you see that our lives already, it is full of trouble. Don't add more trouble. <laughs> Later we'll talk about the other things, also the cases that come. But you are adding more trouble by not paying your tithe. Already we are struggling. The poverty, the troubles, is just too much. Mercy. So when you don't pay your tithe, you are closing the windows of heaven over you. So no, this thing will come. In fact, Haggai puts it this way. Haggai 1 and verse 10 as I close. He said, Haggai 1 10, can you find it for me? He said, therefore the heaven over you <laughs> is stayed from dew and the earth is stayed from her fruit. So when the heaven is not bringing, the earth is not bringing, you'll be standing there like this, very poor. Very poor. He said in verse 11, then I called for a drought. Hey! Upon your land, upon the mountain, upon the corn, upon the new wine, upon the oil, upon that which the ground brings, upon men, upon cattle, upon... Hey! This upon upon is too much. But you can do one thing to cut this upon upon and rather there will be blessings that will be coming upon you. I see from today, you have become a tithe payer. You are paying your tithe and you are receiving blessings. Stand to your feet everybody wherever you are. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Oh yes, begin to talk to God right now. Oh, pray to God right now that you'll be a tither. You'll be one who pays your tithe. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Oh, Jesus, talk to the Lord. You know you have been struggling with your tithe. 
but you want to say lord help me lord help me lord help me i want to be somebody who pays my tithe always every curse that should have come to you will not come because god is releasing blessings upon you open your mouth and pray right now talk to god right now in the name of jesus oh yes lord oh yes lord yes lord help us lord to pay our tithe oh god help us to bring the tithe to your storehouse may we not keep it may we not be people who are sowing wind so that we will reap the well wind but rather may we give our tithe that the windows of heaven will be opened over us that you will pour a blessing upon us lord that we will not have room enough to contain it thank you father for your blessing thank you father we give you all the glory in the name of jesus and as every head is bowed all eyes closed maybe you are here this morning somebody invited you to church but you are not saved you are not born again you don't know jesus as lord and savior the best tithe you can give is yourself they said that you will present your body as a living sacrifice to the lord and today you want to make it to heaven one day you want jesus to be the lord of your life you want to say pastor pray with me i need jesus in my life i want jesus to be the lord of my life from today oh thank you lord if you are here like that every eye closed and every head bowed you want to surrender your life to jesus wherever you are just lift up your right hand i'm going to pray with you you want to surrender your life to jesus lift up your right hand don't be shy let it go up above your head today is a day of salvation god bless you my dear god bless you let it go up let it go up don't look around whether somebody else is doing it it's between you and god today it's between you and god you need jesus in your life let your hand go right up above your head god bless you i see your hands i see your hands today is a day of salvation today may be too late tomorrow may be too late tomorrow may be too late god bless you if you have lifted up your hand please do one more thing for me move out of your seat and come to me right now come come on to jesus come to the front and give him face me your life today come on to jesus come on to jesus let him have his way let him have his way those of you in front just lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender and i want you to pray this prayer with me say lord jesus can we all pray together with them say lord jesus today i thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 
0422 to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.